When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. <clears throat> Excuse me. First of all, Dr. Dish, um, the number one shooting machine in the market, not only innovative in technology and customer service and, and so easy to set up and use. I think a five-year-old could do it. I would not recommend it. Um, it's not super safe, but um, <laughs> it is a safe machine, but I wouldn't have a five-year-old using it. I don't think they could get it over the net. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged, and they could give you $400 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I started teachhoops.com because I was a high school coach. I wish this had been out there for me. You know, I've I've won at the highest level. We've won multiple state titles. We've been nationally ranked. Um, but I wanted to share things that I thought would be helpful for a high school basketball coach or youth basketball coach, college basketball coach. And that's why I started teachhoops.com to make you a better basketball coach. And that's why we do one-on-one calls and office hours and why I give a 14 day free trial. Cause I want to help you. And if you only need 14 days, go kick, go kick the tires. Maybe that's all you need, but anyway, um, go over and check it out and uh, let's head off to the podcast. Um, I kind of implemented it just, but not like in a way, you know, that it was still, you know, school wide. I kind of more so like you pass, you cut. Right. Out the way. If if you can get a ball screen to get out, you get it out. So we just right. ran mainly in motion, and then I found out that one of my kids is really good at at dribble driving, okay. getting baskets. So I started the second uh, during Christmas break of 2018, going into 19. I watched a lot of Kentucky, okay. and I watched a lot of Memphis. And I watched a lot of um, – and, and even OU, we, we, we run some types of dribble-drive concepts um, um, because uh, – but we also run a lot of sevens. And at OU, we ran a lot of sevens and eights, so like high ball screens. Right. From the seven – from the slot. 
Right. Yep. So, yep. And, and that created a dribble drive uh, option. And then you had a guy kick up in the corner. So we, because at OU, we put a lot of emphasis on paint touches, paint touches, driving kick. Uh, so I, I kind of put that in there. I was like, I think this will work with my with my four guards. And so I, I kind of started to navigate towards that kind of the, the the winter of 2018. So I love that because I think what you did, and, I, and that's why I tell some of the young, you, you adjusted. Like you got to adjust to what you got in front of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? and, and I had a I had a, a couple more kids that knew how to play, um, which was which was key. You know, and I didn't have that my first year, and I, I luckily I had a couple move-ins um, that 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 really, you know, and one of the move-ins he's going to go, he's trying to go play college basketball at Kansas Wesleyan, which is our school's very first college signee. Um, and then I got one more that's just kind of trying to make a late decision now. Um, you know, it's it's a know, tough time to be recruited right now, man. It is very, it's oh. very. Um, oh, I've never seen anything like it. Like, yeah, it's. It's unprecedented because, uh, and, and really, truthfully, with with all the, and I'm, I'm not going off subject, um, really and truthfully, with all of the the test scores going null and void and all of that, it, it really is like it's a, it's a doggy dog world because those kids that may not qualify, now qualify, and so like the ones that you know may have had that chance to sleep in the back door, you having all these NEI schools and even some some NCCAAs getting kids that probably wouldn't have qualified to go there had they, you know. Yeah, it will be interesting how that falls out, too. Yeah, like, yeah. so I try to tell all my kids, I'm like, you need to, like, if a coach is looking at you, you need to jump on that because right now it's it's not really, you know, everybody is, is free game. And I don't know what these guys are going to do because they're not seeing as much film. They're not seeing – they've been basically shut down for the summer. Yep. And that, and that's one thing. And 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 as a little bit of an AAU coach and having some experience with recruiting, like I, I try to send as much film on my kids as possible. And and really, you know, you, when you're recruiting, like college coaches really only got time to look at about a minute worth of film. But right. I was, don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but right now, like because everybody's sitting at home and and all that, um, I I, I kind of put more like three or four minute film together because I was right. like I want to see them like I'm I'm putting their defensive highlights in there. I'm putting, you know, them catching, shooting, them dribbling, them, them scoring at the basket. Then like, it, how did they do against a really athletic kid? Cause you can, you can tell if a kid is athletic on film for the most right. part. Uh, so I try, I try to be a little bit more, you know, vibracious in sending information out to coaches. So uh, I, I try to play the game a little bit too uh, on that. And that's how one of my kids got recruited. Um, they saw him a couple years ago, but, they need, he said, they need to get a little bit more athletic. So we worked on that a lot during the offseason. And so, and he it's had all who you can defend. I'm yeah. telling you, man, the difference between a D3 kid and a D2 kid and a D2 oh, kid and a D1 kid can you, can I stop you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, that, and that's what I told that because they can all, by that point, if you're talking D1, you mm-hmm. have the skill set yeah. to score, to dribble, to you probably have the strength, you probably have the size. But can I stop you? Like yeah. it's that it's that foot speed. It's that vertical. You know, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's some of it. You can't do anything about, and some of it you can. But um, can I and do I want to stop you too? Is part of it. But <laughs> yeah. But so so as far as like me like going to dribble drive, um, 
we I, I really just wanted to to not and I have a deep playbook like I, I, I take stuff from people all the time but I, I don't like I, I'm more so if I put anything in it's more ATOs like we're running this out of timeout like so if, if I come out and I feel like we have an advantage off the tip if we're going to win the tip I usually put in like a, a you know a, a tip play you know, start the game, get a quick, like kind of a quick hitter. Yep. Um, but I really try not to overload them with information. So through our, so through our, um, through our dribble drive, I kind of put in a lot of like some pistol action um, mixed in with that. So I, I can, I can adapt my dribble drive to just about anything. Uh, now this year I'll probably go with two posts. So I'm looking at more, pistol actions going into this year because I got three guards and then I got two kids that really aren't that comfortable handling the ball yet, which we're working on that. But more so like you got two active rollers. One one can be a popper, one can be a roller. And so now you now you have a lot of different actions happening at the same time. So um more so just looking at that and if I mean if we get to play, I mean I think we'll play somewhat some I don't know if it'll be in the fall, but it might end up being in the spring. So um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I'm yeah, I'm not totally convinced of anything as far as I'm. Yeah, I mean, me neither. I mean, Oklahoma, they're trying to push the wheel a little bit. Um, I mean, our cases aren't as bad as a lot of places, but um, they're they're kind of like right now they're trying to cartel all this travel for like summer ball um, and try to keep all of our kids in state and 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 at least try to have some fall sports happening. Uh, so, uh, but kind of as I'm getting prepared for my basketball season, I'm trying to figure out different ways, which I've been watching a lot of BYU uh, lately because they ran a lot of that, like, continuity five out with some pistol action. So I'm probably going to try to go more of a three, kind of a three and two, but not really a traditional three, two, three out, two in. Um, so I've just been playing with it a lot. Yeah. And I know you sent a practice plan. So when do you, when do you tend to do offense, defense and practice and how do you break that down? Um, more so I, I kind of go offense first. Um, um, so we, and it, so we go, we go offensive skills first. So like I, I mentioned blood 22 in our drill of the day, blood 22, blood 23. Right. Uh, we do a lot of dribble handoff, dribble drive shooting. So like, well, we'll go dribble. So we'll go dribble drive handoff from the right right wing. So my one will dribble handoff with the two. He'll get downhill, go for a layup, finish at the rim where me and one of my coaches, we're kind of defending and or putting our hands up and they just finish through. The second time they come through, they do a, a – they pull up at the nail or they, they get to the paint, do a floater, or then they get to, you know, the the – the elbow, do a jumper, and then they'll come off that dribble handoff and shoot a three. So we'll do a lot of that, like for you know a full progression type thing. Right. Um, and then we'll 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 mix in like dribble handoff. So we'll have a three on the other side of the court. And then uh, I I forgot my board at at the school, or so I would draw. That's okay. <laughs> um, but you got the one, and you got the three on the opposite wing, the left wing. <clears throat> One's kind of in the slot. And the two is in the corner. So what you will do is we'll do kind of kickback. So the one will dribble hand off with the two, get downhill, pretend like somebody stops there, be the a coach there, or we'll just kind of have him. He'll come to a drop step, kick back to the 
to the three man that kind of lifted from the the wing to the top of the key right behind the two makes the pass and gets out to the wing and right or we can develop that into a kickback and then a, a kick out to the three and the three gets to I mean the two gets the, the shot on the on the opposite wing right so it's just kind of teaching them how to move right and kind of, yeah and and teaching them that once you make a play you just don't stand there which <laughs> is a is a big pet peeve of mine when I watch you know basketball especially like some summer AAU stuff oh god don't want to watch summer AAU what are you doing man yeah. it's like it's like it's like four you might I tell some of them you might as well bring a lawn chair like yeah and just <laughs> lay back and watch because it's mm-hmm. like there's so much standing that's yeah, what drives so me bonkers standing. yeah so so we try not to um to, to do any of that um and probably here in a little bit i'll probably i can, I can probably share my screen and i can kind of show okay. you a little oh yeah bit. hold on let me i gotta probably let me click on that because i probably have it in school mode there we go <laughs> For um, those of you, i'm a teacher in zoom in school mode is like don't share screens because yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I could probably show you, show you a little uh, clip of if I could find it. Um, let me see. My internet's kind of being a little slow, but once it once it loads up, then I'll I'll, I'll show okay. you. Okay. Okay. Um, we 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 put a lot of emphasis on. I mean, late in the year last year, we added a lot of ball screens, like hot ball screens from the slot. Okay. Um, and that really opened up a lot of things for us uh, because it really put the, the defense in a bind a lot of the time. Cause especially because we had a really good kid that could really drive, like drive, drive, drive. And then we had three-point shooters, but a lot of those three-point shooters were getting wide-open shots. So um, so trying to figure out how to, how to navigate that this year without – you know, some of those, my leading scores, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. I mean, a little bit of a challenge as a coach to kind of get the best out of the kids that didn't get a lot of that, that playing time last year. Right. And the thing is, there's nothing better than playing time as far as them at Jet, Justin. So it's like, I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, here, let me, okay. So let me, I'm, a, I'm finding this clip right now. Uh, That's okay. Of us. Um, can you still see me? Yeah, I can see you. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you'll click on the specific share screen thing. As you're doing that, what what would you describe your coaching philosophy as as you're doing this? So you can do that um, and this at the same time. My 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 coaching philosophy is more, um, you know, I, I I like to from a from a program standpoint from philosophy, I like to treat my kids as if they're adults. Um, I, I like uh, I challenge them daily. Um, and, and I want them to be the best man that they can be. Right. Uh, that's first and foremost. Um, but as a as a coach, my my philosophy is more so teaching them. I, I want them to teach them how to be leaders of, of of men. So like when they leave my program and they go to college, like first and foremost, I want them to be the best human being as possible. Because basketball is kind of secondary. In high school, not every kid is going to go play college basketball right i mean the the, the i mean I, I have one out of 15 kids go you right know, and i might have two out of 15 but like next year i probably only got one that's going to go out there, that whole thing so like do i cater to the kid that's going yes but like also like right it's like running you know, a class though it's like you don't forget yeah. about the the kid that's going to harvard but you also yeah. got to worry about the kid that like is trying to graduate high school like yeah yeah it's so, like you gotta <laughs> 
And so my philosophy is more so it's, it's more not really just basketball. It's, it's more so life. And so, um, but from a basketball standpoint, my philosophy is like, I, I want to be able to, to free my kids' minds. Right. Uh, be, I want them to be free thinkers. Uh, I want them to be creative. You know, and when you're dealing with smart kids, I mean, kids are very smart if you allow them to be smart. I don't, I don't want to. Well, and you also have to hold them to, you also have to hold them to that high standard. Like, you know, do you, I always say, do you not want, do you want me to hold you to a high standard or not? Like, yeah. that's fine. If like, if you don't want me to, to have expectations for you, tell me that, but I'm going to hold you to a high standard about like being on time and treating people nice. I mean, I, that's just what I'm going to do. And if you don't, then we have to have a discussion, but. Um, and, and I coach every kid differently. Right. Um, like you can't I, coach every kid the same. No. You can't like one, like this year is going to be a little bit different. Cause I got a little bit more, you know, soft, mellower freshmen coming in. So like my demeanor and practice is going to be a little bit different because they're, they're a little bit on the softer side. Right. Um, and that don't they're make pu- they're puppies, man. You can't, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you don't treat a puppy the same way you treat a seven year old dog. They're different. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I know some kids on my team, like my leading scorer coming back, he, he's, 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 he's a really good player, really good shooter. Right. But he doesn't handle pressure very well. So like, I'm not going to go into practice and tell him, Hey, I need you to score 35 points today or we're not going to have a chance to win. Right. Because if I give him that, he's going to be zero and he's going to be over 30 and he's going to have a very bad game. And then I may not get him back for a while. Right. Like I may not get that, that confidence back. Right. So, so every kid is different. Like my black point guard from last year, he's, I think he's going to be real. I mean, for this upcoming year, he was my sixth man last year, my backup. I think he'll be really good. Right. Uh, for, so from a point guard standpoint, like I think, I think I'll be able to do a lot of stuff because he's really good. But I got to coach every kid differently. And yeah. so, and, and my, my philosophy is still kind of, you know, evolving uh, right now. Uh, uh, but th- those are kind of my cores. Like I, I really want to be able to, to coach kids to be um, their own individual. Uh, if that, that makes any sense. Right. No, I, I get it. I think that's, I mean, I, that, I mean, yeah, that that's the, we're all teachers at the end, to be honest with you. We're not like necessarily. Um, what do you think the hardest thing to teach is? Who and what kind of in what context? Whatever context you want. I mean, <laughs> in life or in basketball. I mean, what do you? Th- I'm asking what's hard. I mean, there's things that I could talk about in my classroom that are hard to teach, but basketball-wise, what's the hardest thing to teach? I think confidence. It's it's really. I mean. You look at some of these NBA players, and, and, and a lot of our kids watch NBA, and I try, to, I try to tell my kids to steer away from that, even though I think college basketball is kind of in a really weird situation right now because talent level isn't as good, and, and you're seeing – which I think will, will help if some of the better basketball players, the one that are ready, like they don't do the one and done, they kind of just go to the G League and kind of migrate from there. Um, because I, I, I think if they do that, you'll, you'll see more kids going, you know, two to three, four years, and you'll see a lot more investment. And you'll see a better product, even though you won't have the star power. But every – I mean, th- there could be a buddy healed in every class. Right. So I try to get I try to get my kids to watch a little bit more college. Yeah. Um, because it's a little bit more teachable to what we do in high school. Right. Um, yeah. The <laughs> – you need a move and a counter move in high school. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need what you're watching on YouTube. 
Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> you need a move and a counter move. My best point guard ever. Great kid, about five nine, five ten. Um, had a move and a counter move, and was unstoppable. That's all he needed. Like you, yep. you, you don't need tw- you don't need the stuff you're seeing on YouTube. You don't need the stuff all the trainers are showing. You need a move and a counter move in high school. Yeah, uh, and I mean, kind of on your on your thing, like doing my skill training. I, I really like most of my most of my stuff is coming off of rips and one drill pull up. Mm-hmm. Or one one dribble between the legs, something like that. I know. Like, my, I have a whole theory that the mid-range jumper is like this thing that's been lost. And someone's going to eventually find it. Because there's openings in the mid-range. Oh, yeah. My, like, my, my leading scorer last year shot 60% from mid-range. He got most of his shots at the rim in mid-range. And it opened up everything else for everybody else. If you can shoot a 12-footer like uh-huh. it's a layup, Maybe not quite a layup, but shoot it in a 50, 60% range. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, you're going to get an open shot. Yeah. I, I had a coach last year tell me, and we lost the game, but he said I was his hardest game plan because my, my kids shot at all three levels really well. <laughs> and, and I, I mean, and we're, we're attacking the basket a lot more than what you may think. You know, and we got in trouble in our last game of the year last year because we went up against six eleven kids. So like all of our drives were kind of negated. Because well, that's what they got. You got to you got to work on that on the runner and the floater, man. Yeah, the, and the Steve Nash that, stuff. Yeah. yeah, and and that's what the, with the IQ of my basketball kids. Sometimes they were like, I I, I want to challenge this guy because I feel like I could go get it. I'm like, no, like he has blocked a shot five times already. Like do something a little bit different. <laughs> right. And you're you not know? going to the free throw line, so it's not yeah. it's not beneficial to get in there because he's blocking well, he was, you. They're, they're yeah. not calling fouls. And I'm like, well, because he's six eleven. Like, do you, I mean, you got to you got to go literally attack his body in order to get a foul. Because if you're just up there flinging it up there and hoping it goes in, right? You're not going to give him a call. So, um, and but that falls back on the confidence thing because confidently all year. I mean, we had played a couple bigger kids too, so like he wasn't the first big kid that we saw, but confidently all year we had been able to get there. Doing that game, I mean, we we scored sixty points in the game. Now, granted, we gave them ninety six because literally we could not stop the the big kid. Right. Um, but I mean, we, we you shot. almost have to you almost have to try to turn them over before they get at the half court. And they, and they have a they have a D one point guard and a D and, and a D one uh, post player. So like you're, you're in trouble. We were, we were already from a deficit, and and the crazy thing about it, we shot fifty five percent from three that game. Right. We, we were fifteen for twenty nine. Right. Like, it wasn't like we weren't, like, scoring and wouldn't shooting, but, like, our our field goal percentage from two was, like, 34%. Right. So, I was like, if you could have made some floaters or did some things. Yeah, you work, almost needed to slow the game down against yeah. a team like that. Well, yeah. we, we, tried, we tried everything. Trust <laughs> me. Like, if you came uh, and watched me, I would sit like this. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. So those are list those are listening right now on the podcast. Coach put it both hands on the side of his face and just kind of oh my god. Whenever you see a coach do that, because I've done that. I've done that at the state tournament. I've done that like in the state finals. Just sat there gone, like, oh my God, there's nothing I can do. To put in context, <laughs> so we lost 96 to 60 in this game. And this kid this this big kid, he actually just got an offer from SMU. Um, I mean, and, and I'm dealing with NEI guards, you know, and, and, and NEI is a great level. I played NEI, like, it's it's fantastic, but there's still a, a stark difference between NEI. Yeah, I hear they're going one – I hear they're going to one division. Yeah, they are. They are, which I think is huge. I think it, it, I think it brings 
them to about over like well over 200 schools. So um, I, I think it'd be good for for everybody just to go one division. Um, yeah. And AI is not real big in Wisconsin. Yeah. No, we have like a hundred schools in AI here in the state of Oklahoma. Really? Yeah. I mean, and even and even the one that moved up to D two used to be in AI. Okay. So uh, we 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 have a lot of like which Oklahoma City University, which they used to be really big back in the day, they were D one at one point in time. They're they're still in AI. Oklahoma Christian University is D2, they used to be NAIA, OBU, Oklahoma Baptist University. I just worry about – I was talking to a coach the other day, and I just worry about the big boy coming and eating them. Like, uh, Yeah, it, it, may, it may happen eventually uh, with, with the current climate. I know. that That's that's a bigger issue is, like, can they sustain? Like, yeah. And some schools can, but – But the know, NCAA has a lot of money. And, yeah. You know. <laughs> I think eventually you're going to have – I mean, it's – only the strong's going to survive, really. I know. Over time, I know. It's it's, it's um, not necessarily the good thing, but <laughs> yeah. But it, it put in the context, 90, we lost ninety six to sixty. This kid that he just got offered to SMU, um, 30, 30, 30 points, twenty two rebounds, nine blocks. So like you take that kid out of the equation, we're right there, <laughs> you know. But he's six eleven. You lock him in the bus before he gets off the bus. Yeah. He's 6'11", we call this guy was 6'3", and we, we, we're about a 160-something width. So, like, we had no choice. Like, we had no chance. Like, he he just – like, our kids came out, and we, we started out really good. I think we were 6-2, and then he got his first block. He sent this kid's shot to the moon, and that, that changed the whole game right there. I think they went on, like, a 25-2 run after that, and we, we just kind of scratched and clawed and got it down to about – 15 right before halftime and then we, we just could never recover after that <laughs> right but yeah fourth quarter or third quarter when they went on another run i literally sat there and i, I was just like oh I was what do i do <laughs> do you have um do you have a coaching moment that we could dive into that would be beneficial for a coach listening like a failure a success a aha moment anything like that that we could dive into um i i would probably say a decision Okay. Um, I, I I really think that whenever I was at OU and I'm going through, you know, whether to leave, whether to go, you know, whether to, to break out. And, like, there were, there were opportunities that, for me at OU to kind of stay and kind of learn some more. Um, uh, what I would say is if you get an opportunity to learn from some of the best, I mean, uh, granted – I've been blessed to be able to work or be around Dan Hayes, which is the state of Oklahoma's all-time leading school, like wins and coaching. Right. And and he's worked with Jim Beheim and USA basketball. And, and so the, the plethora of knowledge that you can learn from a guy like that. And then you got Lon Kruger, Coach Kruger, and he, you know, his demeanor and how he carries himself on and off the floor. Like you, you'll never hear anybody say any one bad word about Coach Kruger now he runs this program. Right. I, I don't believe as a GA, I tapped into those resources enough. I'm uh, telling you, that's a life lesson. I t- my, my son's going to go, he's taking a gap year. He's not going to go to school this year. He's going to go, he's going to take a year off because mm-hmm. the world's coming to an end. Um, but he's going to go next year. He's going to take a gap year. Anyway, I tell him, I said, when you go to college, 
and I told him this in high school, you have to tap the people that know more than you. You're young. People want to help young people. Like yep. if you ask questions, they will help. Like if, you know, it, when young coaches email me, I respond because I yep. want to help them. Like I'm an old dog, but I'll help you. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, I respond. It's like, it's the same in school. It's the same in college. It's the same when you're taking a new job. Yep. It's the same when you're a GA. If you would have gone in and asked coach and he wasn't busy, he would have helped you. He would have oh, yeah. sat down and talked X's and O's with you because that's what he loves. Yeah. And, and I did that, but right. like enough. You know, you, you, you never You, you got to push the envelope. Yes. Yeah. And you got and you got to know that. Uh, and, and, and that's why I go to a lot of practices now. Like, I mean, I, I tried, I mean, before, like before the pandemic hit, like last summer, I, I spent a lot of time learning Frank Hayes. Right because he's here at TU and I've gotten to know a lot of their staff and stuff like that. But I used to go to a practice two days a week, right. you know, and, and I would try to, you know, I, obviously I wouldn't necessarily like be all up in their business because they're trying to, you know, get stuff done, but tapping into those resources. And, and I don't, I don't think I did that enough at OU and, and then even just with coach Kruger, I mean, Steve Henson, who's now a head coach at UTSA, uh, Lou Hill, who was at UT, uh, University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley. Right. Um, yeah, down there in Texas and, you know, and, and Chris Crutchfield, who was at Arkansas, now at co head coach at D2 East Central. So, like, I have a plethora of, of amazing coaches that were around me, and I don't think I quite did that enough. I think sometimes when you're young, you think you know more than you know. Yeah, and, and I, was, I was young and dumb and naive. No, I mean, I'm dead serious. It's like I've been coaching 30 years. I've won so many games. Yeah, and I think I know less than I did in my 20s. Swear to yeah. God. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to hear more of these, <laughs> go over and uh, join teachhoops.com. A uh, 14-day free trial allows us, allows us to do this. And then subscribe, like, jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Um, tell, us how, tell us what you want to hear in the future, steve at teachhoops.com. All right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.